This is the Women Conversation Podcast by The Edge Singapore. Hello, my name is Pauline, and today we are joined by Denise Keller, founder of Keller Media, producer, host, and celebrity yoga instructor. Listen on as we talk about dealing with anxiety and staying physically and mentally strong in these tough times. Good morning, Denise. Thank you so much for joining us here today. How have you been? Good morning, Pauline. I'm doing great. Um, it's been an interesting year, to say the least. <laughs> <laughs> it has, hasn't it? You know, and exactly why we want to catch up with you today. Um, so tell us what you've been up to for the past one year. Well, from the very beginning of 2020, I think that a lot of things have changed for all of us. And I think where it all started for me was I had to stop traveling. So I remained in Singapore, which was actually quite a blessing. Normally, I'm always on the road traveling and doing film productions. So this was a really nice pause and break to be in Singapore, be with family and friends and get to spend more quality time. Of course, a lot of things changed work-wise. I had to re-strategize my company, which is a content solution company. And so we had to figure a lot of things out really fast. And uh that put us on the edge. It wasn't easy, but it gave us new ideas and new ways of thinking. And we know that you are a yoga instructor and 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 fitness and wellness is a huge part of what you do as well. So tell us more about how that has changed for you over the year. It's really interesting, actually. Yoga is a small part of what I do, but it became a huge part of 2020 because everyone was struggling to deal with anxiety and uncertainty. And I received a lot of requests for virtual yoga, which was interesting because I'd never, ever taught virtual yoga in my life. So I had to uh, figure out what worked for certain students and what didn't work. So at the start, I think a lot of people were really into staying fit and getting fit and keeping sane. <laughs> um, so a lot of Zoom group classes were popular. And then all of a sudden, people started switching their cameras off. They became a little bit more self-conscious and didn't want people to see how they lived at home, which is what resulted to private one-on-one yoga lessons. And that became more intimate in the sense of getting to know the student a little bit more, what they're going through, how they're taking care of themselves, how they're mentally preparing themselves for everything. And then also being able to guide them through mindful movement as opposed to like yoga, yoga. There is that kind of yoga, but I think we all just needed to move a little bit at home. And that's what I provided for virtual yoga. Yes, I know I needed to. <laughs> if, if, if I hadn't taken yoga lessons, I would have gone insane. I really would have. Well, you're amazing because you started doing yoga virtually. Yes, I did. Yeah. And it was very like, you know, start from the beginning, the ABCs of yoga. And then look at you now. <laughs> you know, you're flowing with your breath. You're doing well, your vinyasas. <laughs> well, you're awesome. I Honestly, love it. thanks to you. And I think that's really been um, like what's been a huge part of 2020, right? Mm -hmm. Just trying to deal with the anxiety and isolation and staying sane in the midst of this global pandemic. How do we deal with all of that? Do we meditate? Well, it's very hard to teach meditation virtually. <laughs> it's a little bit awkward to say the least because you have to press a couple of buttons first before you center yourself and find your breath. So that wasn't something that I was um, interested in teaching because I, I felt that 
meditation is something that's very personal and I would guide students to listen to podcasts or even use apps to follow uh, breath work or meditation apps, which is very, very useful. I use them myself. And um, in terms of what I was teaching was I was just asking students to really explore their bodies and how they're feeling physically because how you're feeling physically is also how you're feeling emotionally. A lot of the stuff is stuck in your body and with mindful movement, you're able to release it without you even knowing it. So I think that was one of the key components of getting people on the mats and just exploring themselves and not judging themselves, just staying there with themselves for an hour or two and finding more possibilities to relax in this isolation. You know, a lot of us struggle, especially during the circuit breaker, to just deal with how our entire lives have changed and now we're trapped in our homes, right? Mm-hmm. And how how would you advise people? And even now, even as we're entering, you know, phase three, a lot of things have changed so much that, you know, we still have anxiety from the leftover from last year. How would you advise people to deal with anxiety and the feelings of kind of hopelessness and fatigue from all this regulations and mask wearing? I think what was really interesting in Singapore is we're very blessed um, to be here in the world because we managed to tackle the situation quite fast. And with that, a lot of people were taking the outdoors quite seriously and exploring Singapore. And that is something that I really enjoyed watching because where I live, I live near the Bukitima Nature Park and we saw this massive surge of Singaporeans checking out their own home country and really exploring nature. And I love that because nature is the one thing that can really soothe the soul. Being connected to something that is not urban, that you're connected to the world, connected to the ground, connected to the air, connected to your environment. And I think that gave a sense of belonging for Singaporeans. So we saw a trend of a lot of people wanting the outdoors, going for walks, you know, hanging out with their families, going to the parks, and at the same time, taking up new hobbies. And that is beautiful because in our busy scarcity world we live in, where we always feel like we're not good enough, we're not doing enough, suddenly we feel like we are doing something for ourselves and that enriches our soul and that alone helps people deal with some of the anxiety. Hobbies. Who would have thought you'd pick up a puzzle? Or I picked up one of those like, what do you call those, those micro Lego puzzles and created a wiener dog. You know, I mean, it took hours. It took like eight hours. And I think I lost my fingers from it. Nanoblocks, right? That's what they're called. Yeah, they're nanoblocks. Thank you. But um, very fun and very um, rewarding to have the final (laughs) results of your puzzle. You know, that was one day. (laughs) Yeah. But it's, that's good, though. That is good. I think hobbies was definitely a way a lot of people dealt with it. Yeah, the little things. Yeah, the small things. Literally, yeah. the nano blocks. <laughs> <laughs> so what has been the one thing that has kept you going the whole year? The one thing that has kept me going is keeping my body fit, eating well, meditating every day getting to sleep on time, not binge watching Netflix, which a lot of people did and I did too, but 
you know, you have to have TV boundaries. Otherwise, you get sucked into uh, the couch potato syndrome. And um, it's a combination of really balancing everything out and making sure that you keep a schedule, not too rigid of a schedule, but a nice balance in trying to find that balance within yourself because it's one thing to say, okay, I'm going to wake up every morning and I'm going to go for a run and I'm going to eat really healthy and I'm going to do this. But finding that balance of what you need for the day, that's that's what helped me going. And of course, I had a lot of great virtual experiences. I know some people don't like the virtual rooms, but for what we were going through in COVID times, that was as good as it got and it still continues to this day. And I count my blessings that I can still see family overseas, connect with my friends and talk on the phone for hours and still feel like we belong to people, like we still have a sense of community. And with that, thank you so much, Denise, for taking the time to be here with us. Thank you so much, Pauline. It's been great. We hope you've enjoyed this episode with Denise Keller, founder of Keller Media, host, producer and celebrity yoga instructor. Stay tuned for our final episode and for some very exciting news. This podcast was produced by The Edge Singapore. Thank you for listening to the Women Conversation podcast. If you like this episode, please subscribe to us and we'll see you next time.